Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. Why, hello, and welcome to GTS. My name is Cassie, and I'm joined here today with my gorgeous husband and co-host, Sam. What's up? <laughs> mm. What up? Yeah. Oh, dear God. I know. We're so old. Part of me is like, ugh. But also part of me is like, hmm, simpler times. Ah, the Budweiser <laughs> toads. And what's up, guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, hi, hi. Welcome to Get This Shit. Uh, we're so happy to have you back with us. Um, off the top, I have COVID. (laughs) So. Sorry, not funny. Yep. Starting off on a light note. COVID. Uh, yeah, it's my first time. Um, I'm very thankful for vaccines. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's this vocal fry and the low energy. So. Samuel will be our energy today. Boom, pow, 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 boom. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He did a little chair dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, bam. So uh, I apologize if this episode is extra um, throat cleary and what have you. I'm going to try to stay out of the mic for that. But hey, it happens. Sure does. And I don't promise too much in post because <laughs> I have been taking a lot of impromptu naps. <laughs> I said I blinked like four times yesterday and every time I opened my eyes from blinking, it was like an hour and a half later. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, those are the best naps, though. Yeah, I guess. They're yeah. not bad. I mean, you weren't doing it while you were driving, so that's Yeah, good. so yeah. <laughs> Uh, they feel like my uh, uh, drunk, tired naps, or you know what I mean. Like mm. I don't know, I just yeah, it's unsettling. Like the I have a very hard time staying awake sometimes. Um, don't know what that's about, but it's on the list, you know. But <laughs> right, uh, yeah, no, it's just I don't like the uh, missing time because like time's already hard for me. <gasps> Maybe it's you numbers. were alien abducted. I four times. God. Well, you know, you really got a is my butt that interesting? <laughs> I think so. Thank you. <laughs> At least somebody does. But I mean, missing time—that's a symptom of an alien abduction, right? Yeah, yeah. Or so they say. I and what like toasted almonds, as well. No, <laughs> almonds is a stroke. No, toast is a toast stroke. toast is a stroke. Almonds is uh well cyanide and uh aliens. Really? Yeah. Girl, you got to go back and. I know. I need to go reach. Oh my God. My coworker today was talking about the interview on Joe Rogan's podcast with. Oh uh, my God. Ben fucking Shapiro. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. But I could see why you think that. No. Uh, It was Mikey, and he was talking about the interview with Joe Rogan and Bob Lazar. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, and he was like, have you ever heard this interview? So good. And I was like, I mean, I 
I know who he is. Yeah. Like, I'm aware of who he is. Uh, for those who aren't, he was. Oh, yeah. He um, used to work at S4 Area 51, whatever. Like, yeah, little, yeah. He's. Bunch of alien stuff. Yeah, he was in the military and he's seen a lot and experienced a lot. And he's a an alien dissident. Yeah. Gay. Mm-hmm. But I just thought it was funny. I was like, do you know who my wife is? <laughs> <laughs> of course I know who Bob Lazaro is. I absolutely know who that is. <laughs> I was like, I haven't heard this interview, but yeah. That's so funny. So he decided to play it for me on the speaker while we were working and left oh. together. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. I've listened to Bob Lazaro things before, so yeah. that's cool. I, yeah, you've definitely <laughs> at least watched an episode or something. Yeah, I watched that documentary when it came out mm-hmm. a couple years well, ago. Well, and Last Pod has talked about him a lot, too. Yeah, so. yes. <laughs> I mean, he's very popular in the UFO. Which I was thinking about it, and like, if I remember correctly, and I could be complete, I haven't rechecked or looked this up, but like, on the Joe Rogan had a show called like Joe Rogan Questions Everything. Correct. And. He did one on aliens, and I wanted to say that he interviewed Bob Lazaro. I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. And, like, by the end of it, he was like, I mean, he's a convincing storyteller, but Uh, I don't believe him, you know? But, like, he's, like, straight hook, line, and sinker on the fucking podcast. Well, that's because his brain is damaged. What? (laughs) I don't know why you'd say that. I know. I, I don't know, man. Getting hit in the head a lot. I mean, I know it not. he's not as bad as, like, you know, other contact sports men's. Uh, other, yeah, he's aged better than some others who yeah, have yeah. competed. But in. he's also done so many drugs. Like, sure. I mean, I'm all for non-narcotic drugs, like push your limits, explore your, you know, every corner of your mind if you're into that. That sounds exhausting to me, but... <laughs> um, yeah, man, he's done DMT. Well, you got quite. a lot of you got a lot of empty space up there to explore. Girl, so. it's like the back door, the back hallways. Up here. <laughs> I was gonna, wait, what are we? The back doors. <laughs> That's just for me. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna try to keep the laughing to a minimum because I get a little uh, a little coughly. And I, to be honest, I have said that I have pretty polite COVID. So, um, just, I'm tired, I'm tired. And uh, my back hurts a little bit from coughing, but not because like I've been throwing it back while I cough. Um, my hardware tries to shoot out of my fucking body. Oh, sure. That's what it feels like at least. Like I'm going to throw like that area. Oot. I mean, your core tightens whenever you cough, so I mean... Mm. I mean, most people's do. Well... I if, don't know about mine, I mean, at because the very I least, have to some actively, of yours does. I know, if I could stabilize more with my core, my back would hurt less well, when I cough. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I feel like your core muscles are... Like, your back is included in core muscles, it's just like... Like, right? Yeah? Or core muscles just in the front and sides? So I don't know why you decide to ask me these questions. (laughs) Like, I fucking know. I just learned about some of these goddamn things. Sure, yeah, I know. Right, right, right. No, what I'm saying is my 
my frontsies is not as <laughs> strong as my backsies. Right, which would make sense that your back would tighten more when you cough, so it'd put more pressure on that hardware. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I got a weak pelvic floor, too, so that doesn't help anything. I haven't even had kids. I don't have that <laughs> excuse. I just, I'm weak all around. My, I got leaky faucets. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, speaking of last pod, uh, Sam and I were finally able to see them live. It was fucking dope. Uh, We did go to Nashville, and we probably talked, we definitely talked about it last episode, but um, we went down to Nashville, hung out with Katie and Ben, uh, had a really good time. Fantastic Some of their friends. Yeah. 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 we did, however, go f- out until the wee hours of the fucking morning, Friday and Saturday night. We sure did. Totally yeah. worth it. Oh, Tons yeah. Tons of fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, I edited episode 45 as Sam drove down Friday. <laughs> and we got there, and they're like an hour behind us or mm. whatever. So we got there, it was like 10. 11? Yeah, it was almost 11. Uh, 11? Yeah, because we had to sit in traffic for like Oh my minutes. god, fucking awesome. Anyone who ever <laughs> travels 65 through the Midwest, it's always under construction. Right, you guys know. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got down there and we chit-chatted for a hot second and then we were like, oh, all right, well, Just, let's fucking yeah. go. Yeah, we... Uh, like we're in our twenties, right? We didn't paint the town red, but it wasn't. It was a more exciting shade than the beige that we usually paint the town. Yeah, I would say that we were painting with a nice uh, sepia. Yeah, I would say sepia is a good. <laughs> but yeah, no, the show was fantastic. It was a. Yeah. It was billed as the LPN Country Jamboree, <laughs> the so it was jamboree. an all podcasts on the network show so like there was no dogs in space the story must be told uh fraudsters a top hat all of them had like 10 minute bits and it was fantastic it was at the historic ryman theater yeah um, and uh to hear the chants of hail satan in oh my god it warmed my fucking heart it warmed my heart. Yeah, man. <laughs> so Katie uh, dropped us off, so we didn't really have to mess with anything too much. And we got, like, we didn't spend a ton of money on seats, but, like, you know, mi- we got mid-seats. Yeah. Or, well, we thought we were mid-seats. And, I mean, I've been to plenty of different theaters and auditoriums, uh Music venues, all that shit. Weird and, flex, but all right. Yeah, right? <laughs> Suck it. I've listened to music in a lot of places. Um, but I've never seen a fucking theater built more obtusely. It, ha- it makes no sense uh, other than only theatrical performances. But the Ryman, it has a sloped balcony above the main floor and i we got the last row on the main floor in the back so like 
you know, we're in the back, but it's not a big deal. I was like, ah, oh, we'll be able to see like really well, all that. Yeah. Um, no. Actually. Yeah, we had a yeah we had a partially obstructed view because yeah. of the overhang of the balcony or mezzanine. Yeah, it uh, the degree the angle of the dangle was <laughs> quite in the way, but it wouldn't have been that bad because you know it, y- when you do live podcasts, usually they are a mixed medium show, or else you could just fucking do the podcast right right so they have pictures and videos and shit like that and there's a large projector behind them and then two screens on the sides and everything was like cut in half for us because Mm. you know how things are right yeah because of the overhang yeah 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 and we see around the rim of the balcony um that there are a bunch of, you know, 55-inch TVs, and we're like, ah, oh, fucking sweet. We'll be able to see everything. It's cool. No, they certainly did not turn them on the entire goddamn time. <laughs> and they were streaming it live. So there's, there is truly no reason that uh, they should have been off. And uh, I know that I was a fucking Karen and wrote an email and was just like, Hey, man, um, word to the wise next time. I was like, yeah, if like a show is going to involve fucking video medium, you might want to fucking use. Oh, my God. We got uh, again what we got a turf war going on right now. Uh, Nicholas and (laughs) Free Willy have decided that they need to enter the pod room and play. You guys can do that anywhere else in our house. But okay, cool. Uh. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I cared up and fucking wrote an email. <laughs> I hope other people did too, because that was just dumb. I'm, like it was just I'm dumb. sure that other people wrote emails, so yeah. they, hopefully by next time they'll have it figured out. But yeah, yeah. But still that had a was like the time. worst thing that happened. Oh, yeah. Like literally we were like, meh, like eh, the TVs aren't on, but <laughs> I, it was great. So uh, we show up. We sit down and it's pew style seating there Mm -hmm. and the pew in front of us and ours pretty fucking open baller, right? Um, 10 minutes, five minutes before the show starts. Yeah, it was about like five minutes before the show started. A group of 10 or more people at least show up and uh, are fucking ushered into our pew area and we're like, God damn it. And there's a couple around our age, I guess, in front of us that they, you can see them, they're like, God damn it, too. <laughs> so we uh, have a seat and the show gets going. And the first uh, podcast up was The Story Must Be Told. Yes. And if you haven't listened to it, give it a try. It's hilarious. It's like a fake cult podcast. Uh, dramatization thing. Yeah, it's, it's like real a, funny. It's a short story fictional podcast yeah. that like is based around like a fake cult. And so like their ten minute show was like a fake mega church service yeah. or revival service, oh but God, it, was it was for so the cult instead funny. of Yeah. Yeah. So these people, um, there's a couple pee pops and memaws in the group. And then the rest of them are like, you know, in 20s with mullets. And there was a ramen noodle mullet. That uh-huh. was. It was very. Woo. Yeah. Not not cute. Any hoozles. They enjoy the first 
uh, fucking pod. Yeah, yeah the first they, they enjoyed enough. Yeah, yeah like they definitely had no idea, no what's idea going on. what was going on, and you could definitely tell like they di- they had no idea what they were walking into <laughs> because, like Sam said, it was billed as a country jamboree. So with a bunch of different names of different things. So they're like, oh, bunch of different bands at the fucking Ryman. We're right. in town. We got to go. This is all speculative. Like this is this, the narrative that we I've made for them at least. <laughs> so the second podcast that goes on is No Dogs in Space, which is uh, Carolina Hidalgo and her husband, Marcus Parks, who is a part of Last Podcast on the left. And they are a music history show. I have not listened to a ton of No Dogs. Same, yeah. And listened to a couple episodes and really enjoyed it. But their fucking 10-minute bit was so fucking good. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. Well, for us, anyway. Uh, yeah, so yeah. they did it they did the subject on or the subject they picked was a uh a pair of brothers that were a country duo during um they were a country duo during the great depression era yeah. and uh i forget their names it starts with an l um the loud brothers <laughs> right <laughs> And they and Marcus is giving the introduction about them, and he's saying, you know, this is back when like country was country, you know, and yeah. old, very old school country was very anti-establishment. Yeah, like, rednecks used to be fuck the cops. Right. Yeah, they were very fuck the police. Um, <laughs> fuck the police. <clears throat> well, you also have to think that a lot of country music started had a lot of folk origins yeah, yeah. to it, which a lot of folk music was like, uh protest songs back yeah. for like miners and you know other people in uh labor laborers yeah laborers and usually you know when you're on strike or in a dispute with the uh uh companies or the powers man. that be like one it's a way to pass the time is to you know sing and two like it's a way to another way to like get your message and, and present it in a, in a different way must be told. So, right <laughs> So, yeah, so a lot of folk origins influenced country in that way to where they ver- very much were very anti-establishment, very much like the punk scene later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Marcus was addressing this, and he was like, this is back when country is country, and rednecks were rednecks, not yeah. like those fucking bootlickers <laughs> like Toby Keith and uh, <laughs> I want to say Keith Urban, but somebody else, I don't remember. <laughs> And <laughs> oh my god so, so i'm screaming because i'm not a big country music fan um even though i was subjected to it for fucking years because katie and i the rest of my family loves country music mm-hmm. i i don't give two fucking shakes about it but yeah then he keeps go he goes even further with yeah, it yeah so mullet city is just starting to rumble yeah and, uh, he was like yeah even to the Prickly. right yeah he was like they were so anti-establishment even to the extent of not being afraid to punch a cop in the face no not afraid to punch a, a fucking, fucking cop, cop in, in the, the face, face. Yeah. and he's leaning off the stage like rock 
mic moment. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. We lose our fucking minds. And Peepop and Meemaw. Oh, yeah, they shoot up and they take everyone with them and nope the fuck out of there. Uh, Nope the fuck out of there. And they couldn't even make a stink about it because, like, a bunch of goth kids waiting, like, the entire room yelled, Hail Satan, and is cheering about the prospect of punching a law enforcement officer in the fucking face. Oh, yeah. Which I'll do. I'd love to. That'd be great. (laughs) Like, yeah. Not like indiscriminately. I'm not sure. a fucking monster. Well, that's not true. Uh, but yeah, so they deuce the fuck out of there. Oh, they're so mad. They're so mad. And the couple in front of us turn around and they're like, you saw that, right? And, we're <laughs> and like, you were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so during the, uh, the intermission, uh, <laughs> we fucking talked shit the whole time. It was great. It was wonderful. And that's where we came up with the narrative story of, okay, they were probably in town. Uh-huh. When you're in Nashville, you go to the Ryman, you know, the historic Ryman Theater. Um and let's see what's playing during the weekend. Oh, shit. They got a country jamboree. Let's go check yeah. it out. Oh, my God. Uh, they were a riot. And I felt so bad because we had kind of spread out. And then they fucking came. Those people came. And my laugh. I mean, you all hear it. You've heard <laughs> it before. I have many. And they all come at different volumes. And I felt like I was pegging that. Whoa. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, my fucking mouth siren was going straight into their fucking skulls because we're under a fucking balcony as well. So the sound is bouncing everywhere except the fuck away from them (laughs) i felt so bad i kept aiming my head up to laugh because i i fucking get it i have an annoying ass laugh and it can be a lot because i think a lot of things are funny so um we spread out again so we got you know that nice good line of vision that we had but um to be honest i can't really remember the um list nope not list but like succession of the other podcasts oh, the uh-huh. order um you are no help over there well I, <laughs> look i'm usually pretty good at translating your uh doodles and your yeah. thingamajigs but sometimes <laughs> oh you just gotta wait Man, I don't he's know. just staring straight at me just like I, mean, I don't know what you fucking are trying to say <laughs> <laughs> man get it together you said i don't remember the (laughs) and then just started motioning with your hand Uh i don't know what the fuck that means kiddo sorry (laughs) samuel i thought we were closer than this (laughs) oh my god yes so i don't remember the order of the show really from there but it was oh so phenomenal um Wizard and the Bruiser uh, were so funny. Screaming, crying, laughing. It was so good. So good. And I ha- I haven't listened to Wiz Bruise, um, but I have listened to Dunecast. Mm-hmm. So I know Holden from that. And I like, if y- you guys don't know about last podcast, they talk about their friend Holden a lot and how he's a fucking annoying, which he can totally be annoying, but he's... 
I mean, it's just his character that he plays. Yeah, yeah. But everyone was so good. Um, there were the gals, the ladies of the podcast there as well. Uh, someplace underneath in uh, Natalie Jean, Amber Nelson, uh, Jackie Zabrowski, they were there. Yep, yep, uh, yep, it, yep. it was just so good. And then the the guys were fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, I'm really excited to see like their quote, quote, normal show uh, right, in yeah. November. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, you know. Yeah, we just got a 10 minute snippet. Yeah. And uh, I think that they did. They didn't do just 10 minutes. Last pod was a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, yeah they made like 30 like minutes. Or, yeah, somewhere between 10 and 30. But yeah, yeah was, they were a little bit longer. It was not like their full show. No, not at all. And it was a special one for that. They uh, talked about the frogmen yeah. of uh, Tennessee and like that area. Very funny. Um, but after the show, uh, we decided uh, that we were going to go out and we don't really uh, like go to Broadway anymore, which is like the main drag where yeah. everybody goes. There's a bunch of cool fucking bars, historic things down there. But I, Katie's lived down there for a while. So right. we've been there. We've done that and have many a T-shirt. So we headed to Duke's, which is a classic East Tennessee bar mm-hmm. yep. or in East Tennessee, East Nashville bar. And... Uh, we walk in and there's a bunch of people from the fucking network. Right. Yeah. I, everyone except the three main guys, uh, Marcus, Henry and Ben from that. But I mean, fucking uh, their network has the adventures of Pete and Pete. If you guys watch that as kids on Nickelodeon, uh, Danny Timorelli and his name is literally escaping me right now. Um, but we fucking I run into Pete from Pete and Pete like literally right, yeah. we are fucking eye level with each other. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, you were great tonight. And I was like, I really enjoyed your show as a kid. And like, you know, grown up. I feel like we've grown up together a little bit. You know what I mean? And he was like, yeah, totally. Thanks so much. Like everyone was so nice. So awesome. Holden and Larson. Uh, we met them and uh, I, I chatted. Told, I told Ed Larson that his uh, his puns were killing me. Like, and it, like you could tell me, so like you could funny. tell from how I said it in a good way. Like they were killing me. He has the. Like he has a very sweet smile, and he it's just, very infectious. And yeah. he just lit up like a kid on Christmas. He was yeah. like, "Oh my god, thank you so much! It's awesome." I, it was so so cool. Um, we uh, it, yeah, like I said, chatted with a couple people, um, and then uh, Ben and Katie actually came and grabbed us, and they went out with us too. So yep, yep. Uh, we decided. Uh, um, we oh my god well i do have to tell this is a little embarrassing um so we see this car pull up this like <laughs> a black black van thing pull up outside of dukes and i was like oh my god i was like i think that's the guys and we see uh like natalie jean um jackie zabrowski henry ben come out of this and we mm-hmm. were like oh my god so you know I, there's a couple of us who have our phones out and are taking video well um i go to take video and 
light Ben Kissel up like fucking Bigfoot. My flash turns on. I, uh. I could have died right there. And I'll have to see if I have the video or like how it really turned out. I don't remember. But like, oh my God. Sam was just like, yeah, you, you like that? Are you fucking embarrassed? I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> That's awful. I was like, well, we got to leave because I don't want to stand around people who just saw me do that. So we decide to nope the fuck out of there because <laughs> I was thoroughly embarrassed because <laughs> just god damn it like I was just trying to take a quick video or picture whatever uh, so we go to another bar we walk in and Ben Kissel is sitting at the bar and we were just like <gasps> oh, oh oh my god and uh Sam and I go up to him and just introduce ourselves and thank him for, you know, the fucking entertainment that he provides. They yeah. provide for us. And yeah, yeah, yeah. we just, yeah, that we really appreciated them. Well, yeah. We also made sure to tell him that um, we understood why they canceled the show in Indy and that. You know, oh, like- yeah. Like we told him where we were from and all that. And that it was like our third time trying to see him and all that. <laughs> And like they were like he was super sympathetic and and but we just like I said, we just wanted to let him know that, dude, you did what you were supposed to do. Like no one who's actually fans of you is going to be mad because like you guys did the healthy and responsible thing for the show. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even I don't know, like a thing. I forget how it was brought up more. I think it was just like, yeah, we're from Indianapolis and we tried to see your show. And he's like, oh, yeah. But um, we got some handshakes from him. Uh, oh, I got hugs from yeah, everybody. <laughs> uh, yep, Sam got a hug from him. We got a couple pictures with him. That was pretty fucking oh, yeah. dope, man. Um, and then I got to meet Natalie Jean, mm-hmm. who I've been a fan of I long before I even knew like about the last podcast. Because um, Natalie Jean is, she's an artist in so many different facets. Um, she's a contortionist and she's a stunt woman, uh, an aerial artist, uh, all of these things. And um, she is on the podcast um, Someplace Underneath with Amber Nelson. And I just got to, I chatted with her real quick. That was super fucking cool. Told her that I was a huge fan of her and all of this. And then, um, like, we turn around and not too long after, Amber Nelson is coming up from the bar. And I got to talk to her and have, like, uh, probably a five to ten minute conversation with her. And she lots of pictures. so cute and sweet. She is. So a- cute. So sweet. Uh. She, Just, she's a gem. <laughs> yes, she is. She asked uh, for the name of our podcast because I was like, you know, I was really inspired by you guys and um, decided, you know, my friend and I really wanted to start a podcast and this is what it's morphed into. And, you know, my friend went on to bigger and better things and she just doesn't have you know the time that she had to dedicate to it. And my husband stepped in and, you know, helped me keep my hobby and my passion alive and uh, she was so nice and sweet and just a doll (laughs) it was awesome and then we met henry zabrowski 
Who? Uh. A fucking hilarious. He is hilarious and a super nice fucking individual. Uh, so nice. And so. So nice. Like when we when we talked to him, it wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to be nice to a fan and give him a quick like he. Oh, st- yeah. It felt like he one, we were hanging out with him and two, like he wanted to hang out with us. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, he was more than happy to stand there and chit chat with us. Yeah. And we told him about the fucking people that left. <laughs> and he was uh, over the moon about it. <laughs> Fucking loved it. Uh, he asked who got who into the podcast, and mm-hmm. I told him that I, if you haven't listened to it, don't. It can't be the first episode you listen to. Just don't fucking listen to the John Bonet Ramsey episode right off the bat because it's dark, like <laughs> very dark humor. And it was the first one that I showed Sam because we've always bonded over our dark humor and sam was like what the fuck <laughs> the first time i showed had him listen to it because I, I mean it's funny like it's very <laughs> funny they just make santa jo- yeah yeah dead baby jokes i'm yeah, sorry sure, like, yeah, that's which i mean yeah funny. by the second and it was ep- years ago yeah it was years ago and it was the second like the second episode i like i started to get into it but like i remember the first episode you showed me like it wasn't even the full like the full episode, but it was like Detective Popcorn, <laughs> and I was like, "What mm-hmm. the fuck is going on?" <laughs> Fucking yes, Detective Popcorn. It was so funny. Any humsels? Yeah, chit chatted with him. Fucking, uh, we deuced out before you know got too much like we're right, yeah, creeping. Yeah. But um. Sam actually was super instrumental in me going over and chit-chatting and, like, get we got a picture with him and everything, which is super fucking cool. Uh, really nice of him to do. But I was like, no, man, like, th- this is cool enough, like, just being around everybody and all that. And Sam was like, um, I'm not gonna let you not meet him. So let's go over there. He was like, they enjoy meeting their fans. You know, they say that and they don't have to say it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, um, Marcus did not come out. I, I now having COVID myself. Like <laughs> he, he had so much energy at the show. So I bet he was fucking tired because oh, I got yeah. tired of making myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich today. <laughs> like ooh doggies, but we had the best time. It was so cool to meet everybody. Everyone was so nice and uh, made a lot of uh, core memories. Oh, absolutely. Super fucking cool. We'll throw up pictures from our weekend there. But yeah, man. Uh, after that, uh, finishing up, wrapping up our trip in Nash. And I uh, got sunburnt just on the tops of my thighs and the sides. <laughs> Nowhere else, but just right there. So... I had little hot little hot little toddies there, <laughs> and uh, it just started peeling. So that's nice. Uh, love to be a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> You're not peeling. You're molting. <laughs> I'm molting. Yeah, but I think that that's really it. Oh, um, we do just uh, so you guys know, so I don't forget. 
Um, we do have a new email address, but don't worry, I can't throw anything away. So the original email is still alive and is kicking. But uh, you can yeet your message over to getthisshitpodcast at gmail.com. And you're going to spell out the word shit. <laughs> we're, we're just doing it. Do it. We're doing it anymore. Yeah. If if I didn't have to go back through and redo stuff, I'd just, I'd just shit it up, you know? But <laughs> I, this is my first venture in anything like that, so... Yeah, I was afraid to shit everywhere, and I took uh, Apple seriously when they were like, you can't have Christmas <laughs> in your teddy. But whatever. Um, I guess that's not like everything. But no, it's definitely it's already not everything. Been, yeah, it's yes, already we've been had a long like, banter God damn, 35 minutes. But yeah, Um, so here at GTS, we fucking stand with women. And uh, we can fuck. We need to fucking abort the court. Like, whatever's going on right now is not fucking cool. We're really sorry. We're really sorry for anyone and everyone who is affected by this. We will not be silent. We will continue to be loud and to help foster the change and the movement that we need. Not communication or anything. That's fucking done. We've had our time. Um, I'm ready to get violent. So <laughs> that's just me, though. I'm just a violent little biscuit. Everyone hits that point and everyone... Yeah, nothing's going to change without and it. I feel like, so. yeah, it, it wouldn't... To me, it's logically consistent that everything's moving in that direction to where people are being pushed closer and closer to their breaking point yeah. with each passing bullshitty thing that has happened recently and does not look like it's slowing down no it's not slowing down at all so protect yourself and protect your family and your loved ones um because i clearly our government doesn't give a god fucking damn about us so right wing left wing they're two wings on the same goddamn bird so bird is shitting everywhere yeah (laughs) and birds aren't real so (laughs) (laughs) easy easy there uh oh my god the only name that comes to mind is george nori but (laughs) that's funny that's funny uh, but yeah, um, please send us your resources and uh, different um, different stories that you have. Uh, reach out. Let us know if you need help. Um, there's not a ton that we can do, but we're here for you. And yeah. we will point you in any direction um, that we can to help you uh, because we got to take care of ourselves now. Yeah. Um, Gotta build that community back up. But um we will do our best to Yeah, to be as supportive and as as proactive as we can be. Yeah. Yeah, man. So keep an eyeball out and take a look, see through the stories on the on the IG and what have you. Um Yeah, been posting quite a bit on that. So I think we're ready, Teddy. All right. Want to move along? Sure. Fron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Lit. All right. So. Lit. You Clit. Ready? 
Christ. All right. Speaking of Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. So, so after the recent overturn of Roe v. Wade, um, I was a little spicy. Yeah, we were all spicy little. I mean, some of us are still spicy little kittens. Oh, definitely, definitely still spicy. Um, so I feel like the topic was too important to not do something that related to it. So yeah. like I thought about, you know, doing the case history of Roe v. Wade. Um, and then I also thought about doing a history of the Supreme Court of like Madison versus Marbury, which created mm-hmm. judicial review. And like, eh, it wasn't painting out. So what I decided to do was to talk about uh, take you back to Sunday school. <laughs> oh my god, perfect! And um, we veggie tailing this again? Oh god, no, <laughs> no, no. This is kind of the opposite. Oh, oh, Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like I know a lot of people who were super for uh, and pro the overturn of Roe v. Wade. A lot of them have uh, fundamentalist Christian backgrounds in their belief structure. So I figured, mm, let's dive into what the Bible actually says about that. Yeah, let's obliterate all of their fucking arguments. So as I was researching it, like, uh, I got into, I kind of broadened it a little bit. Um, okay. to where, uh, I'm just gonna say, hey, get this shit when it comes to, uh, problematic parts of the Bible when it comes to women. Oh, great. So I figured it was a little bit of the antithesis of my last, uh, Bible episode talking about Esther or Hadassah for those who remember. So I did want to preface this by saying that I was raised Christian. I went to the church a lot. I know we already covered this, but my entire family was disgusted by the overturn of Roe v. Wade. So I am not addressing all Christians. I am not addressing what all Christians believe and profess. Um, But at the same time, there are problematic verses and passages in the Bible that a lot of times are glossed over and not always... They're not always glossed over for bad reasons because, like, you're at church and trying to teach people to be better people. You focus on the things or the lessons that are in there to teach them to be better people, you know, so. Um, I don't know that I agree with that, but. I don't agree with it either. I think you should understand all of it. Oh, I don't think, I don't, I don't agree with just that 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 is what is done i don't know i don't think that makes sense i don't think unilaterally that is what is done either i think some i'm with you yes i think some just if you were gonna play church this is how you would play church right or if i was gonna have a reason for avoiding those passages it's like okay where's the constructive level in that uh but at the same time like these things need to be addressed and they're just not yeah you know So here we go. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to start off in the Old Testament and progress towards the New Testament. Oh, good deal. (laughs) Because a lot of people's arguments are, oh, well, the Old Testament's the Old Testament and the New Testament is different because of Jesus. 
but that doesn't negate things, but that is an argument that people use. So we'll start For off sure. old and move towards the new. All right. Love it. So we're going to start off in Genesis, the first book of the Bible. So in Genesis. We already problematic. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the very begins. Oh, yeah. In the, with, in the beginning, God had beef. <laughs> right. Well, in the first three chapters, to be honest. <laughs> like In ge- this whole ass book. <laughs> mm-hmm. In Genesis 3, chapter 16, this is when, still on the story of Adam and Eve, right? And Eve eats the apple. She gets her ass caught. And then God has some shit to say about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's dealing with their punishment. And then it comes up to uh, Genesis 3.16, uh, which says, quote, In pain you shall bring forth children, yet your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. So. Gross. Yeah. So it's definitely establishing a male over female hierarchy in the first uh book in the first story that is told other than the creation of the earth itself so pretty dope hooray next we're gonna go to the ten commandments great (laughs) so you have you know uh you shall have no other gods don't make idols don't steal don't kill you remember don't covet your neighbor's wife Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. so it's actually thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house thou shalt not covet thy neighbor neighbor's wife nor his manservant nor his maidservant nor his ox nor his ass nor anything that is thy neighbor's oh don't be a jealous bitch sure but one this is also advocating for slavery yeah maidservant manservant ownership of others (laughs) right But it's also lumping in a house, a donkey, an ox, slaves, and his wife all together. Yeah, they're... All considered and lumped in as property. Yeah. I mean, isn't that how you categorize, like, me? You're like, all right, so I got my house, I got my donkey, I also have another ass who's my wife. (laughs) I understand why why I come after the donkey. I get it. So now we're going to move on to the book of numbers. So most people think... I did not sign up for algebra, thank you. That's <laughs> all right. There's, uh, it's called numbers because there's a lot of like uh, genealogical statistics in it. Um, so it's the most boring book of the Bible. Well, numbers and Leviticus kind of go tit for tat on that. <laughs> because Leviticus is... So the Ten Commandments is like... The cliff notes, or actually, no, it's like the back of the book. It's not even the cliff notes. Oh, my God. Right, of when it comes to Old Testament law. Mm-hmm. So it's just the ten high points of Old Testament law, right? So in Exodus and Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, like there's the Old Testament law is expounded upon. Like Leviticus oh is God. just straight Old Testament law. Like that's all it is in the book. Oh, yeah, that's where like the shellfish shit comes and yes and, and they, they didn't understand trichinosis so they were like no pig right yeah so like there is and, and there's also stuff about that in extra and in the other gotcha. books right so brings us to numbers this section in the book of numbers deals with what to do when a woman is accused of adultery oh great <laughs> so in numbers is it give her her own donkey and house 
Uh, I'm going to let you be the judge. Uh, so in Numbers uh, chapter 5, uh, verses 12 through 28, uh, don't worry, I'm not going to read the whole passage. Great. <laughs> Quote, if any man's wife goes astray and is unfaithful to him, and there is no witness against her since she was not caught in the act, then the man shall bring his wife to the priest, who shall make her take an oath, saying, quote, If no man has lain with you, if you have not turned aside to uncleanness, while under your husband's authority, be immune to this water of bitterness. When he has made her drink the water, then, if she has defiled herself, the water shall enter her, and cause bitter pain, and her womb shall discharge, and her uterus will drop, and the woman shall become an execration among her people. What the fuck? (laughs) But if the woman has not defiled herself and is clean, then she shall be immune and be able to conceive children. So, besides the fact there's no witnesses so mm-hmm. she would have had to been like honey funny story um and rat on herself or, or he i just mean just accuses her of it oh my god okay so uh, <laughs> you take him to your local rabbi and mm-hmm. you're like hey i think this hoe is stepping out mm-hmm. and then he's like oh i got something for that Mm-hmm. Some piss water? Um, Some poison water. Yeah. So I don't understand. Well, I of course I don't because my brain is much more evolved. But like, how, why did this become the litmus test? Right, yeah. For if someone's cheated. So you're going to spawn a possible abortion mm-hmm. and or prolapse mm-hmm. of the entire uterus apparently so you gotta scoots that utes <laughs> huh i don't understand and then why were some women fine and others were not yeah i'm not sure uh yeah, um, I would like to know the success rate in the, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd like to run the numbers on numbers. Yeah, I'm curious as to, like, the historical thoughts on, on what this water of bitterness actually was. Yeah. And uh, how it worked. But like I said, I was going through a you list. You think it was mummies? I doubtful. Uh, <laughs> I was going through, uh, like, going putting together a list of things. So I didn't really deep dive on that one, but I did find it intriguing because... I've read through the book a few I, times, yeah, and I've I never, don't remember that one. Um, I never heard that. So, trigger warning. Does it for, get better? For, what do you think? Uh, trigger warning for you and our listeners. This one does address rape. Deuteronomy uh, chapter 22, verses 23 to 24, deals with the rights of a rape victim. If they're... Can I submit a guess? Sure. Pretty much... The same as today here in America? I'll I'll let you decide. Okay. (laughs) Quote, if there is a young woman, a virgin, already engaged to be married, and a man meets her in the town and lies with her, you shall stone them to death. Uh, Them? 
Yes, the young woman because she did not cry for help, and the man because he violated <laughs> his neighbor's wife. I no, so <laughs> it doesn't even matter if we do. Uh, oh, cont- oh, I'm not done. Oh, good. <laughs> if the woman is not engaged, quote, the man who lay with her shall give her fifty shekels of silver, or shall give fifty shekels of silver. To the young woman's father, and she shall become his wife. Yep. Nope. Still. Yep. Checks. Checks the box for maybe not here. Now, at this day and time, what is it? 630? Yeah, 630, 2022. In the U.S., it's not exactly that, but... So, according to Old Testament law handed down from God to his chosen people, you can fucking rape a woman, pay her dad $50, and she can just be your wife, and you can abuse the shit out of her for the rest of her goddamn life. Yeah. So, thanks, Yahweh, for that one. Yeah. That's gonna be a ya-no for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and if, um... And if she was engaged to be married, then you stoned them both to death because she didn't fight hard enough. Yeah, no, I remember the first one. Mm, I'm, <laughs> that that one made me especially angry. Uh, all right, so that's a brief list. Trust me, there are much, much, much more problematic verses in the Bible, but they range on a multitude of different subjects. So we're going to just move on to the New Testament and... Uh, a lot of these are going to fall under Paul. Uh, Paul <laughs> wrote most of, like, wrote a lot of the New Testament, what's called the epistles. Uh, they were letters to different churches. So, like, your Corinthians, uh, they were letters to the church in Corinth, which was a city. Paul likes to get epistled on. <laughs> mm. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, Ephesians was to the church in Ephesus, that sort of thing. So Ephesians 5, 22 to 23, the Apostle Paul talks about husbands and wives. Uh, This one. And it's like super adorable. Oh, sure. Uh, This one you've probably heard before. It says, quote, wives be subject to your husbands as you are to the Lord for the husband is the head of the wife, just as Christ is the head of the church. Okay, so that just doesn't apply to me. So. Right, and well, <laughs> I don't it, believe in your sky daddy. So, <laughs> and um, what the other common translation is: wives be submissive to your husbands, uh, as you are to the Lord. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Samuel, I'm gonna be super submissive while I slip this ball gag into your mouth. Um, what? Uh, right. <laughs> what so i know on this verse specifically um i had heard this one before uh, and the common argument to that is the next verse says husbands love your wives as christ loved the church the way it's said is you know christ died for the church you know christ did everything that he did in life to create the church and make it what it was so husbands live for your wives and so it's build by more forward-thinking churches it's built as like a symbiotic relationship you know but fuck it <laughs> you can symbi my which, like right which would be more convincing if paul didn't have other 
um, problematic verses in First Corinthians. Make sure you love your wife the way that you love a building. <laughs> so, you know, like your or football team or <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, that's that's another <laughs> because like church. When you talk to other Christians, like church has multiple different meanings and like. And, and no, like, I mean I get it. Like yeah. uh, nuns are the brides of Christ and. Shit like that. Yeah. So, on to 1 Corinthians 14, 34, and 35. Paul has opinions on how women should conduct themselves in church. Oh my god, I can't wait to hear. (laughs) Quote, Let your women keep silence in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak. And if they will learn... Not permitted? Not permitted. Oh, all right. Then I'm I'm farting up a storm then. (laughs) I'm a break wind one way or another. Make a joyful noise, the Lord said. And if they will learn anything, comma... Sorry, my brain's so small. I can't learn anything. Let them ask their husbands at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Hey, good sir, can you explain this thing that the uh, preacher man up there is saying? Not right now. You're (laughs) supposed to ask me at fucking home. (laughs) So, still on Paul. Okay. (laughs) This is in 1 Timothy, chapter 2, verses 13 to 15. Quote, Let a woman learn quietly with all submissiveness. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta learn real loud! (laughs) With all submissiveness, I do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man. Oh, he's gonna be real upset about my OnlyFans. (laughs) Rather, she is to remain quiet. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. Um, uh, I don't know that she was deceived. It sounds like Adam was a really shitty provider, so she had to go out and get her own fucking (laughs) apple. Yet she will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control. Oh, God. Thank God I don't belong to that fucking entire sorority of bullshit over there. (laughs) I I do not submit to you. So sorry. Like, (laughs) just doesn't happen. I'm not quiet. I, oh, I'm definitely not producing any children. That's for sure. Well, I do have one thing in common. I don't learn a lot. Um. (laughs) So uh, this also extends to the book of Titus. uh, What the fuck does Christopher Titus have to say about this? (laughs) I'm sure something very different. Uh, (laughs) Quote, Likewise, tell the older women to be reverent in behavior, not to be slain. For Why? (laughs) Not to be slanderers or slaves to the drink. They are... It's the only thing I have in this time anymore. I can't talk. (laughs) If I learn things, I gotta keep it to myself. They are to teach what is good so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands. Gross. Okay. (laughs) Like, loving me, I feel, shouldn't be gross. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> love their husbands. It's pretty right. gross. To love their children. Okay. Gross. 
to be self-controlled, <laughs> chaste, <laughs> good managers of the household. Yeah, I'm decent. Kind. Oh. <laughs> being submissive to their husbands so that the word of God may not be discredited. Oh, well, all the more reason to fucking act up. City girls, act up. Oh, my God. Look at how bad he is at controlling me. I will not calm these tits. Look at how stupid my husband is. So that brings us to Peter, the Apostle Peter. Peter. In First Peter chapter three, uh, we have wives: Do not adorn yourselves outwardly by braiding your hair and by wearing gold ornaments or fine clothing. Girl, suck my dick. <laughs> no hot girl summer with Peter. Uh, no, uh, no riot girl summer with Peter. <laughs> rather, let your adornment be the inner self with the lasting beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. Ew, who wants that? I want my spirit to be rowdy as fuck. If I come back and haunt somebody, I'm going to need it to be obnoxious. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be one of those chill ghosts. Because I just, like, I feel like my spirit is my future ghost. <laughs> so, like, I I wrestle with my spirit all the time. So, uh, I'm going to be a little hellion. So, sorry. Continuing. Uh, it was in this way long ago that the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by accepting the authority of their husbands. Thus, Sarah uh. obeyed Abraham and called him Lord. What the fuck? <laughs> you literally just said not to take any other idols above me and don't worship anyone. Uh, lo- lowercase Lord, not upper, not uppercase. I- Give two fucks. Oh, yeah. No, whatever you're thinking, I also thought uh, when I was doing this. I'm not thinking anything other than stab. (laughs) I don't visualize. All I got is a neon sign going stab, stab, stab. Don't point it my way, please. I didn't do this. All right. I'm just the messenger. You're the one that decided to bring it on to this holy uh, inspired syndicated network. Look, people got to know. People got to know. All right. I didn't do it. I'm not doing this to you. I'm doing this for others. All right. I don't know. It feels pretty to me. (laughs) It's only because you're the only, you know, person in this room other than me. A man. (laughs) Look, I'm not saying I ascribe to this belief system. I'm just letting you know what's in the book, right? How did you, how was this cathartic? Were you like, oh, well, God, at least I'm safe. (laughs) No, no, it was more like the people who were like, this is a moral victory because we're standing up for, you know. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, let me show you why you're not. Yeah, it's like you don't even Uh, know what's in your fucking book because it is a consistent christian belief that the bible is the holy inspired word of god that even though it was written through men it was dictated by god himself and god through his will and influence like 
created the scripture, even though it was through the hands of men. See, so... There it, therefore, it is infallible, and every word of it is true. I mean... So, yeah, but... the scripture that I'm quoting is God himself speaking to many Christians. No, I fucking get it, my guy. I... No, I, I no, I know you get it. I just like for emphasis, like that's why this is so important to me because like people, like then let, if you address some of it, let's fucking address all of it. So yeah, this yeah. Is, so that's where this came from. All right, so only a few more. <laughs> all right, just rub my nose in it a little. <laughs> all right, so we have Revelation, right? Ooh, oh, this is the uh, this is very dramatic. By a book of yes. the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, I watched a couple TikToks about, you know, someone's fucking thoughts about it and all of this and, you know, the different interpretations yes, that you can have of it. Yes, it's a varied gamut. Yeah. It's been a something. So this specific passage is about the 144,000 who will be chosen at the second coming. Oh, I guess I didn't That's know that Christianity unpack. had, like, limits. You know, how it's, to... Yeah, that's problematic because they didn't understand exponential population growth when they wrote the book. Uh, but it... Should have just put a couple more zeros. Right, man. yeah. So it's like a representative number. Like, they view it as a symbolism because it's a... Multiple of different, like, divine numbers put together. Wow, it sounds like anyone can just, you know... Use numerology uh, and it still sounds fucking kooky and made up as fucking horseshit. Yeah, uh, correct. (laughs) So, this is about the 144,000 who will be chosen at the second coming. Quote, Then I looked, and there was the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. It is these who have not defiled themselves with women, for they are virgins. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that good? Like, I, yeah, why? Right, yeah. no, <laughs> why is that not more taught? Why is that, like, not a thing in... <laughs> I, modern day Christianity, like boys, don't just don't even fucking mess with women. It would be I would support Christianity so much more if they were like, girls are icky and you don't touch them unless you have to procreate. Okay, we're gonna get girls are there. icky. We're gonna get somewhere similar to that, uh, but that that's towards the end. Anyway. So, um, I did come across a couple of uh, problematic, interesting verses that don't relate to women, but were kind of juicy to ignore. So, one of them, uh, Old Testament, is Deuteronomy 23, chapter, or chapter 23, verse 1, quote, No one whose testicles are crushed or whose, ah! ma- <laughs> whose male organ is cut off shall enter the assembly of the Lord. So, like, they're not... Good! A- Ladies, we we're going on a dick chopping mission. Right. We're fucking cracking nuts. We fucking uh, what are what are those that they call buffalo chips or whatever? Fucking Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh yeah, Rocky Mountain oysters. <laughs> yeah. I'm going on a hunt. 
All right. So then this one brings us to the New Testament. Some um, manakaki. That's hilarious. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so New Testament talking about slavery, which um, Great. I, I knew that in Exodus there is like it talks about the proper way to mark your slave. Yeah, and I don't sure know if do. it's in Exodus or Leviticus, but it's the proper way to beat your slave. Mm hmm. Which, once again, that's another topic, but I forgot that there was some of that shit in the New Testament. Oh, good. Right. Oh, I thought that New Testament was, like, gentle parenting. Yeah, cool, hip Jesus, not like... Yeah, buddy Christ. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, in Galatians, uh, chapter 6, starting at verse 5... I've been there before. Right? It's a sporting goods store. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know... If half our audience is old enough to remember galleons. Galleons? Yeah. Um, I'm barely old enough to remember galleons. Right. So Galatians chapter 6, starting at verse 5. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. So that's not at all. All right, you got it. Right. Next. Obey (laughs) them not only to win their favor when their eye is on you. Ew. But like slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not men. I'm going to serve whole hearts. That's what I'm going to serve. Because you know that the Lord will reward everyone for whatever good he does, whether he is slave or free. And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them, since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. So, what? so according to God, even in the New Testament, it's okay to have to own people as property as mm-hmm. long as you're cool about it. Yeah, as long as you're, you know, a groovy dude that's acts like, you know, he doesn't really own them. Yeah. This is your idea. <laughs> right. So, and, yep. Yeah. <laughs> No, this was but your idea. But if you're going to be you a slave, it's important for you to be a good slave. Yeah, I mean, if you're just like, you know, if that just happens to be the line of work that you end up in, you know, it's a job. You should be grateful. <laughs> uh, yeah. And do it as if God was your... Anyway, a uh, lot of problematic stuff to dissect in there. But, all right, so back to women. Great. Leviticus chapter 15 deals with menstruation, right, as a subject. Cute, yeah, put her out in the barn. So the first part of the chapter deals with, like, men, if they have, like, an STD. It says, like, a discharge out of, essentially, the private parts or a lack of being able to discharge out of there. Um, Or just due to uh, jerk it and expel semen. Or anyone who, like, any dude who has sex in a non-procreative manner. Like, extrapolating from those verses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, They are unclean. Um, Anything, especially, like, the STD dudes. Fucking dirty-ass wieners. Yeah, so anything, anyone who touches them is unclean, has to wash up, stay away from people for a day. Uh, the man is unclean until like his quarantine your shit. Yeah. Until his symptoms like clear up and then he has to bring two birds, uh, to the priest for sacrifice. Uh, one is for what the fuck 
do birds have to do with your dirty dick? So one of them is for a sin offering. Uh, so you you kill the bird and you burn it to say I'm sorry I for a sin. <laughs> and then the other one, you kill it and burn it to say thank you to God for sparing you and making you feel better. So that's the... So you kill both birds just to feel better. Pretty much. Uh, so... I'm just going to start killing people to make myself feel better. <laughs> no, no, no. The Bible says. A little offering, you know? So that brings My husband's a, got a raging right. STI at home. <laughs> I had to. So the second half of the of Leviticus 15 talks about like the protocol for women as they go through their menstrual cycle. And it's very similar. Um, and from what I gathered from it without doing any extra research, like I said, I was doing a lot of stuff. Um, but like it seemed very like this specific one seemed very clinical uh, in it saying like everything. seemed. So this is the Gray's portion of the Bible. Like it was, everything was essentially you are unclean. You have to do this. And it, it just seemed very much like quarantining and Kate like to prevent infection. God, I would much rather be quarantined on my period, to be honest. (laughs) I, I think it's also better for everybody else around me. You're hilarious. That's funny. I mean, would you not agree? <laughs> I plead the fifth. Put me in my she shed. <laughs> Lock me in there. Pleading the fifth. All right. You're bleeding the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever, like, so whenever they go through their menstrual cycle, they are considered unclean and unsanitary, and they have to quarantine for seven days. Um, and at the end. Asia. Right. And at the end, they also need to bring two birds uh, to the priest. God damn, it's a wonder that we have any fucking birds left. <laughs> That's why the government had to make them. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but they had to bring two birds for the same reason. One for a burnt offering and two for a sin offering. Every. Could you imagine how many birds I would go through? I this is uh, TMI, but like uh, my <laughs> cycles are insane, and it's part of the reason that I would love to scoot a ute. But um, yeah, you know I'm a woman, <laughs> right. so I don't have any rights anymore, apparently. But um, where are they getting these birds? You got to go out and catch it? Or do you think they, like, raised sacrificial, uh, like, had aviaries? Yeah, they probably had some, like, birds that they would breed and keep around. Uh, Did you, do you think that there was, like, Bill the Bird Guy? or Yeah. Do you think that some of them had their own Yeah, I think some people had their own. I think some people, like, some people raised them and sold them, you know. I got you. Some free range and then some co-op. I got you. Although as much of this is spent, as much of time is spent on both the dudes having medical issues um, or possible contamination issues. Yeah, oozy dicks. Yeah, and women having a medical issue uh, that it's interesting that uh, in the way that one is referenced later in the Old Testament, but the other isn't in passages like... In the it, Old Testament? Yes, in the Old Testament. Okay. For example, like Ezekiel 
uh, chapter 36, verse 17, quote, Son of man, when the house of Israel lived in their own land, they defiled it by their ways and their deeds. The ways before me were like the uncleanliness of a woman in her menstrual impurity. Wow, Jesus talks a lot of shit for being shot out of a baby cannon. <laughs> right. Well, that, that is technically the Old Testament. Um, oh, okay. Like you, oh, you said, Ezekiel. Yes. But but still, like, they're not talking about the... Un- tough, t- tough, tuck. <laughs> tough talk for a guy still shot out of a baby cannon. No, absolutely. <laughs> and on top of that, like, okay, what about the uncleanliness of a dude whose fucking dick is oozing everywhere? Like, like that's not the only reference. That's just an example. But there are references of, like, uncleanliness or impurity um, or uh, or being unsanitary and needing to be quarantined from and purged. Uh, and when these references are made, it references a woman on her cycle. It doesn't reference, like, any of the other fucking things that make you unclean, like no eating pork or self- shellfish or anything dude-related. They just Yeah, use... no, 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 just you and your, your nasty baby box. Right. And so it's not surprising that many... Uh, early church leaders had a fucked up view of women. So, uh, like, for example, Martin Luther. Oh, my God, yeah. So, Martin, I will admit, Martin Luther is kind of a mixed bag because his married, he was married to a woman named Katarina von Bora, who actually proposed to him. And, Aww. right? Uh, and Should we have let him die alone. Right. And we find from his writings that he respects her and she like admonishes and coaches him as well. Um, and generally, when it came to like topics of like education, letting women be educated, Martin Luther was one of the few that was uh, in support of that. But on the other hand, uh, Martin Luther, yeah, said some problematic shit, too. Uh, He said that the creator made women to have broad hips so they could sit down in the home. Yeah, Samuel, that's why my ass is so fat. I'm supposed to just sit around here. Right. He also says that when he was asked why girls mature more quickly than boys... He commented that the answer is simpler. It's simple. Weeds grow faster than roses. So you're comparing yourself to uh, a rose. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Well, you know what? Every rose has its thorn. Great philosopher (laughs) once said. Every rose has its own prick. (laughs) All right. Which moves us on to John Calvin. I know I've referenced him to you a couple of times, but John Calvin was a very influential, like, church leader. Yeah, I'm going through my little Rolodex of hate up here. <laughs> he was, hate, hate, hate. Right. He was, hate. After Martin Luther, um, he had a school. Uh, uh, he's very popular for a school of thought of when it comes to, like, God's omnipotency, when it comes to, like, predestination and predetermination for um God's will encompasses everything, and everything is God's plan, and he orchestrated da 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 
Um, that, oh, he's the dumb motherfucker we can thank for that. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, that's the doctrine of what's called Calvinism. Um, and it comes from the man, Sean Calvin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he was just like, yeah. So he was a church leader who had thoughts on things and people ascribe certain things to those viewpoints. Anyway, so John Calvin explains referencing that first Timothy passage on why women are not allowed to teach. I'm so dumb and I'm dirty. Quote, woman uh, by nature. And when he talks about nature, he's talking about like the natural order of things, which is the law of nature that God set up. Uh, Yeah, not the real law of nature that has thousands, tens of thousands of fucking species that are governed by matriarchal. Well, you know. Hierarchies. (laughs) Yeah. So women, by nature, uh, is formed to obey. Oof. End quote. I did not get that programming. Right. He also believed things like, quote, he, meaning God, constitutes nurses and they who deem it a hardship to nurture to nourish their own offspring break the sacred bond of nature um use simpler words for me so he's saying god essentially created the ability to women for women to feed their young oh okay that's enough (laughs) right that's enough like i i can I assume the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can fuck himself. Agreed. Tim. Agreed. Which leads <laughs> us... <laughs> which, last one. Wow, what a... What's, what a thing to have an opinion on when yeah. you have no skin in the game. Yep. So, we're almost done. Last one. Last Good. <laughs> this has been re- mighty it, unpleasant. I know. It's been a rough one. And I apologize. But uh, okay. It needs to be out there. Anyway. So, Billy Graham, right? You know the name Billy Graham? I'm 300% acquainted with Billy Graham. (laughs) So, Billy Graham had the Billy Graham rule, which is like an extra biblical, just good idea. The the golden rule type of. Yeah. Yeah. He... The practice, which is the practice. In... Oh, you might want to explain who Billy Graham is, because there may be people oh, that don't yeah. know who he so, is. So Billy Graham was a very famous preacher in the, uh, what was it, like 80s and 90s? Televangelist. And, yeah, he was one of yeah. the first majorly successful yes. televangelists in America um, and had a huge, huge long following. career. Yes. Yeah. And his... Like, all of his kids went into the ministry. Like, if you want, Gross. like, think of in... There's too many graham crackers. Right. Um, that was way funnier. That, that was fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to connect. I was trying to think. The Righteous Gemstones. Like, yes. Before, oh, my God. Before mega churches became a thing. Yeah. Um, he was Billy Graham was, went on, like, revival tours. and uh, Like Baby Billy. <laughs> yes, kind yes, very much. So like there was a couple different periods in America where there was like revival phases. Yeah, for sure. And so he did his in the style of those earlier ones to where he tour he he took that shit on tour instead of like setting up a mega church. Yeah. yeah. So he was away from home a lot and his kid Franklin 
uh, his son Franklin Graham picked up smoking when he was four. Uh, all of his daughters you know. never uh, stayed with their first husbands. Like, all of them got divorced. And so, you know, cool stuff. Anyway. But... Uh... <laughs> you know what? He is here to guide others. So what's... Don't, <laughs> right. you know, don't look in his backyard. Yeah. His his weeds are out of control on, on that side of the fence. So what's called the Billy Graham rule is the Christian practice among men in which they avoid spending time alone with women to whom they are not married. Oh, the Mike Pence rule. It was around like 2017. In 2017, some people started calling it the Mike Pence rule. I love that the mere thought of my presence disturbs Mike Pence so much. <laughs> so, like, it's billed as this respectful thing to women. And, like, it's just, it's billed out of, like, just respect in general. And also, so it's not misconstrued uh, that... Sounds like it's a, a rule uh, made off of uh, the fact that a lot of men have a hard fucking time keeping their hands to themselves right that's what so, it sounds like <laughs> yeah so when you actually dig into it a little bit it has very little to do with women at all yeah. so one it is also very exclusionary and has been used as a means to prevent women from rising upward whether it's networking opportunities or not just being considered a peer holy fucking shit level. i didn't even think about it in like the terms of like job sector or mm-hmm. fucking social mobility. Yeah. Yep. 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 And it's also implying that you have no self-control uh, as like as a man, you have no self-control and I that if you feel you're, like that's pretty evident, <laughs> it is for, but like for you're admitting me. it, like you're saying yeah. it, that you cannot be yeah. trusted to be alone with a woman unless your wife is there yeah, and not be rapey because, about it. Right. Because your marriage vows mean so goddamn little that you, well, I mean, if it's, if your wife is just supposed to be, you know, basically a glorified house slave that gives you babies. Like, why are you afraid to be around another man's... Because you love her. (laughs) I love you so much that I don't want to cheat on you, but I don't have any control over that. So we just... Your sister Linda cannot come over anymore. Right, yeah. It's... So, yeah. uh, Sorry for torturing you. Uh, I apologize, but... um, yeah, I just figured those who want to try to use the Bible to stand on a moral high ground should be apprised of everything in there. And trust me, trust me and believe me when I say that I was just scraping a tiny bit off of the surface. Oh, <laughs> I totally believe you. <laughs> yeah, that was just a mixed grab bag of just, this is what I came across in my first looking so so Samuel has essentially, uh, if you've made it through, because it was rough. Yeah, you get a gold star. Um, you get a gold star. But also, he just gave you a lot of good fucking fighting points. I mean, like, well, I mean, okay, so we're going to use that. But what about, uh, about your husband? 
Right, yeah. It's, you let uh... him alone with other women? <laughs> well, what are, you, how, are you talking in front of your husband? If we're going to talk about yeah, do you this... Speak, do you speak in church? Because you're not supposed to. Yeah. Do you ask to... questions? Because... <laughs> terrible idea do you quarantine yourself for seven days when you have a fucking period you can't go to work do you give birds to your pastor and watch him burn them like what, yeah. what's going on where who do you get your birds from <laughs> byron the bird guy as, i mean i do know a lot about bird law so <laughs> i mean well as a man you need to have to Let's see Oh my god. I'd say thank you, but I fucking hated this. <laughs> I, I know you did. <laughs> I, I would, but that was awful. But thank you for, I mean, awful things sometimes have a silver lining. Right. Uh, I mean, I feel like yeah, you hated my triangle shirtwaist fire too, but that was. Uh... Yeah. I mean. I've never been in a uh, a building fire, so that <laughs> was a lot of. Not yet. Oh my god! Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> because I feel I'm like, so annoyed with you today. I feel like our country is trying to do that right now. Oh my god! We are all the dog with the mug. This is fine. Uh, I mean, that's not true anymore. I don't think. Right? I think yeah. There's no. much more people this is that not are. Fine, yeah, yeah. Or like, this is no longer fine. <laughs> well, I, I brought us way down. To, so way you to go. Could bring us back up. Yeah. Um. So we here at GTS like to keep our episodes not fucking two hours long. <laughs> Bobby. And uh, so. Good thing that uh, I abandoned the topic that I originally had for today because uh, it is the last day of Pride Month. So happy Pride, everyone. Um, Every queer or LGBT person should go and buy a gun because (laughs) it has more rights than some of us. So... Do that, why, you know, because that's not never going to go away. Buy your guns and whatnot, but uh, use them on people. P.S. Tomorrow, July 1st in Indiana, open carry is allowed for anybody who owns a gun. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, If you don't hear from me, it's because I shot my mouth off and someone finally got me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I I won't stay silent about anything. But, um, oh, fuck. I already forgot. You abandoned your Ah, original research topic for Pride. Um, I dove into an audio book and apparently I cannot listen to an audio book quicker than I can read it. So (laughs) I am halfway through the book, but I am going... uh, Next episode, I shall reveal what I was working on. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I found some cool stuff while I've been doom scrolling for two weeks. There you go. <laughs> I wanted to share with you guys some, I mean, some of them are good. Some of them are, I mean, they, they're there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just got a couple of 
news stories, I guess, for you. So sure. I, I, we'll call them news stories. Okay. Uh, some come from TikTok. So, you know. Any hoozles. Um, get this shit. Did you uh, hear about the guy that got gored at Yellowstone? No. By the bison? <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. Let's see here. There's like seven bison left. How did you find one and then proceed to get it to gore you? I don't know, but he's a local. Of course he is. A Colorado man was taken to a medical center after a bull bison attacked him. (laughs) Yep, yep, yum. Dumb shit. Um, he had his fucking kid there. Oh. Hey, Cletus, there. Cletus Jr., watch this. Oh, my God, yes. So uh, you'll have to watch the fucking video. I'll post a link to it. But, I, like, they are eight feet from this fucking animal. But you're, that is, how did they get, like, you're not supposed to be that close to it. No, nope. They just walked right on up to him. And uh, that's what you get. That is what you get. Uh, The guy is alive. The kid that was with him, who looks anywhere from eight to 12, Mm. I I don't fucking know children. Um, (laughs) Like, the kid was, it doesn't look like he was attacked. Mm -hmm. Um,. I do believe that the dad fucking got gored because of that. You know what I mean? But yeah. So um, Yellowstone is already having enough fucking problems. (laughs) The northern part of Yellowstone is fucking decimated because of uh, historic floods and mudslides. Their roads have fucking crumbled away. I just. Oh, yeah. You know, the best part about that is. (laughs) You know who doesn't care about that? Oh, fucking DNR? Oh, I was going to say Yellowstone. Like, oh. <laughs> like, the only people who care, like, the only ones who care are, like, people. <laughs> like, Yellowstone does it. Like, the planet or nature itself. They're like, yeah, this shit happens. We don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I understand what you're talking about. We're like, oh, my God, it's flooding. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a big fucking deal if people weren't dying. I mean, or buildings were being fucked up. (laughs) Yep, hit the nail on the head with that one. (laughs) No, it's just like when people are just like, ah, save the planet. I'm like, the planet doesn't fucking care. Save us. We're the ones who need saving. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, planet's gonna boot us out. (laughs) We're the ones who need saving. I. have to be saved from our fucking selves oh for sure nobody's yeah. gonna do that <laughs> right <laughs> well speaking of eating ourselves um oh, have you ever heard of a whale fall no so a whale fall is when a whale dies and sinks to the bottom of the ocean okay it becomes its own ecosystem oh cool yeah, so uh, the first things that come for that bad boy uh, are usually your flesh eaters. Right, so right. your predatory fish and your sharks. Mm-hmm. Sharks, they only bite when you touch the private parts. <laughs> the fuck? From, uh, oh God, fit first dates? 
Yeah, Adam I'm, Sandler's. Uh, like I know the movie, but I don't remember that part oh of it. I've only God, seen it. Oh my God, Rob once. Schneider. He's like the uh, Hawaii no local. <laughs> oh my God. I've seen the movie like once. Oh my God. Yeah, we'll have to watch it. Yes, shocks. Then they buy. He's cleaning out a tank. Anyway, uh, so after uh, our big boys sure. eat, you know. Uh, next come the blubber eaters because Ooh. there's plenty of that. Yeah. Mostly invertebrates, lots of squid, lots of sure. octopus. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And then, um, as the whale skeleton continues to like, deteriorate, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the, um, Organic compounds and things like that start, you know, uh, releasing and mm-hmm. the bone isn't as hard to get through and sure. um, different microbes and coral can start to live off of these. And then there have been uh, quite so a few. reef structures could be built on the corpses of whales. Essentially, there have been quite a few reefs That's that cool. they have seen. Yep, started within uh, whale and other large and in charge skeletons that land on the bottom of the floor. That's awesome. Oh, also, I didn't... Uh, I sh- probably shouldn't even say anything about it because i that's how much I know about it. I saw this fucking TikTok about this layer in the ocean that they thought was the floor of the ocean. Turns out, just a bunch of fish pushed together. And uh, huh. where they thought the ocean floor was in some areas... Turns out it's just a real big layer of fish. And huh. it just keeps going down. Interesting. Yep. I can't remember what it's called. Probably should have put that on my list. <laughs> um. Okay. So now I wanted to tell you about Darius McCollum. And I think I uh, might have mentioned him to you a little bit earlier in the week. Yeah, I think you may have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Name sounds familiar. Uh... Darius McCollum, he has been arrested more than 30 times for stealing different forms of public transportation in New York <laughs> and operating them correctly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember you told me about this. Yeah. Yep, yep. So ever since uh, Darius McCollum was a child, he has been obsessed with uh, trains and subways and public transportation. Um, he was eight years old when he befriended someone who worked for, um, the transportation company Mm -hmm. and he was allowed to back the trains in and out of the rail yard and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, I actually found this story because of a TikToker, uh, the Monster Inn. Uh, I'll make sure that I put up her uh, information. But uh, yeah, when he was around 14 to 15, he already had the entire subway map of New York memorized. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, he would go into whatever type of public transport was available, either a, a bus or a subway. And he would not only perform the correct like sign-in procedures and everything like that, <laughs> like a regular ass employee, he never missed a stop. 
never deviated from any of the routes and got people to their destinations with I they didn't they had no idea. They had no idea. <laughs> no idea. Um at one point in time, uh, the New York, uh, not New York, New York, but um, Manhattan, they had posters posted around the different subways and uh, bus depots that they were like, this man is not an employee. <laughs> if you see him. He's the Hamburglar. He's a Hamburglar. Call immediately. Uh, but... Darius was loved by uh, so many of uh, the people that actually work for the public transportation system mm-hmm. there um, that a lot of times uh, they would just let them finish their shift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I would love coverage. Right. That was that dedicated. Um, but he he spent the last 30 years in and out of jail because of this. Wow. Yeah. Also... He's been remanded to a psychiatric facility. Hmm. He has Asperger's, uh-huh. which, I mean, truly explains like right, yeah, how uh, he was uh, able to memorize these complicated uh, layers of complicated information, not only for one type of public transportation, but for multiple, and then knowing all the routes and knowing the deviations and things from there. Right, but still not understanding. You can't just get on a bus and drive it. Like, Well, I mean, I think he understood it. It's because right. when he was 14, he was he technically stole a fucking bus. And... Yeah, you can't do that. But because of that, because he was so young, he was never able to get a job with public transportation. Gotcha. Yeah. McCollum has said uh, multiple times that he's willing to seek therapy um, so he can, you know, maybe one day uh, pursue, you know, what he's really wanted and everything. But... As of right now, um, that doesn't look to be turning out in his favor, mm. but he should be coming up for parole very soon. So he'll be able to live outside of the psychiatric facility, which is wonderful because he definitely has been blackballed and is not technically allowed on any of the public transportation there. But hopefully he will have more of a fair shot with his story being out there and being told and people knowing about it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he uh, gets uh, the help and support that he needs to get in a better place. He definitely just needs more support. Like, I... How fucking hard are you to take someone to fucking jail over operating something correctly? Like, I understand if, you know, you can't steal things. I mean, I don't give a fuck. Don't steal (laughs) from me, but uh, if you're not hurting anybody, fuck it. Steal from Walmart. I don't give a goddamn. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, man, like, it's just another, I don't know. It's just another glaring idiosyncrasy in our society. I don't know if that's the word that I wanted, but just uh, why do we got to make this a thing? 
when it doesn't need to be a thing. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I've got some good news. Good. A small clinical trial conducted by the MSK Cancer Center. Mm-hmm. They have a, a study where an experimental immunotherapy treatment has sent every single one of the cancer patients who participated in the trial sent their cancer into remission. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Let me pull this Multiple bad boy different up. different types of cancer? Or? So, uh, according to CBS News. All right. Here we go. So, the cancer that was the buffet, if you will, mm. for this experiment, solid rectal cancer tumors. Okay. So, solid mass tumors. Okay. These, I'm sorry, these 14 patients were given six months of treatment with this immunotherapy drug called Dostarlimab. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's recorded that the cancer vanished within every single one of them, undetectable by physical exam, endoscopy, PET scans, MRI scans, and anything of the like. Wow. Yeah. The drug does cost $11,000 per dose. Of course it does. And it was administered to each patient every three weeks for six months. Mm -hmm. And it works by actually exposing cancer cells to your immune system so they can identify it and destroy it. Gotcha. Yeah, um, I, if you don't know how cancer works, um, your body doesn't, it can't recognize a lot of different cancer, cancer cells, so your immune system doesn't know that there's, there's an intruder alert. Right, yeah. So uh, then these nasty cells continue to grow and metastasize, and that's a lot of times how people with cancer end up going is just because your immune system didn't know yeah they're real cancer cells hide real good but this has been heralded as an absolute scientific miracle to be honest these type of clinical trials are almost unheard of and the doctors and the surgery center are really excited to see um, what this drug can do, what else it can do. Sure. Because unlike uh, chemo, radiation, those type of cancer treatments, there have been no serious side effects. That's awesome. For any of them. Yeah, it's definitely a miracle. That's why it costs $11,000 a dose. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. But uh, they are going to continue their research. Um, their trial is, uh, they are going to start another trial that is expected to include around 30 patients. Awesome. And it will give a fuller picture of what this stuff can really do. Let's get it done. Yeah. Back. And if you don't know, rectal cancer is one of the most aggressive cancers. Mm. So this was absolutely, it was unexpected. 
And then before I am funny, I want to leave you with a couple of different um, resources that you can use to um, it just better your life, better your position. And also, if you're looking to get the fuck out of somewhere, um, I got something to help you. <laughs> so. I've come across two different TikTokers that I really enjoy. Um, the first one, Rainbow Sprinkle. <laughs> so instead of an N, it's an M. She gotcha. has made a huge spreadsheet of companies that have donated to different political players. Um, she decided that she wanted to start putting her money where people had vested interests. Sure. You know, so she wanted to start shopping more ethically. Mm -hmm. So she did the dirty work of going through different donation datas for over a hundred brands. What this spreadsheet has. Uh, She shores up a cumulative score based on a lot of different variables. Uh, And let me tell you a few Um, percentages of donations and if they were to, uh, quote, quote, blue or red candidates or mm-hmm. organizations. But also, um, if these different companies have uh, donated to anti-abortion, anti-gun control, uh, anti-LGBTQ, pro-oil industry, or climate change deniers. Sure. She made this spreadsheet herself to help others shop more ethically, like I said. She says it is not meant to be taken as scientific data, but just an aid to help us put our money where our mouth is. Um, Two of her biggest sources that she used was ProgressiveShopper.com and OpenSecrets.org. Cool. So this spreadsheet, it has an algorithm within it that helps Mm -hmm. it kind of be graded by the different point values she's assigned. Right. Yeah. Um, And it, so it's not just like her musings or her ideas. Everything is judged by the same algorithm, the same uh, uh, statistical data. Yes, exactly. And then it will, it's color coded as well and shows you like green is definitely more of your what we would consider friendly companies mm-hmm. and it goes to red and um it has many different uh things on there there's under armor and IKEA Footlocker Payless Michael Kors all of these people have a score above 90 cool yeah 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 um, some that uh, are literally right there in the middle are <laughs> Microsoft, Sprint, Alaskan Airlines, Whole Foods, JetBlue, Bed Bath & Beyond. Stay out of that Beyond section. <laughs> and Sour Patch Kids. Got a ranking of 52. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if we go down a little bit further, we're going to see Hertz, Johnson & Johnson, oh, weird. Con Agro Foods, around yeah. our 30, around 33 Anyone for that zero? <laughs> um, y- yes, I do believe so. 
Um, oh my God, I'm going to stop. Uh, I will provide the link because she has decided that she uh, is going to share this, Good. which is absolutely awesome. amazing. So I will share that. But let's uh, let's see. Where's. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, Terry. Oh, Lord. Let's see. Ooh, Secret and Vix and Scope are 29. They have, uh, oh my God, these companies have donated to anti-abortion candidates, pro-gun, pro-oil, and anti-LGBTQ. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to take secret deodorant off my thing. Oh, Victoria's Secret has a score of 16. Not shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She does update this. Oh, my God. This is horrifying. Revlon has a score of three. Woo. Yeah, they've donated a shit ton of money to... Pr- <laughs> That's not fucking strange. Pro oil. No, if you didn't yeah. know, petroleum yeah. is one of the main ingredients in a lot of makeup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I will put up uh rainbow sprinkles sprinkles uh amazing spreadsheet along with that nick powers guy he has created a gigantic spreadsheet and he started by doing the math to see how many hours you would need to work in each state at their minimum wage to buy a house. Ooh. Yeah. And he started ooh, this. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. He started this because, you know, he was truly curious because if at the time, if Roe v. Wade was to be overturned, uh, he was like, I, a lot of people will probably be looking to leave. Yep. A lot of uh, not just white flight, but. Quite a bit of white fucking flight, man. Mm-hmm. So um, he has only added from there. Uh, he added median rent costs in mm-hmm. each state, the poverty rate, and uh, the state's 2020 election result. Mm-hmm. But that's not where he stopped. He has added so much more. So this is a huge, comprehensive spreadsheet that it helps you weigh each state to ever any other right, state. Right, yeah. Gotcha. Um you can put it in different orders. You can you as the consumer of the spreadsheet can focus on the things that are most important to you. Sure. So yeah. if you're trying to move or something like that, um it gives you a really realistic view. Oh, he also put all of his sources are attached to the spreadsheet. He updates it um, using, once again, just using formulas, like mathematical fucking formulas. Um, And he also has a feedback feature on there so you can correct anything. um, Or also send in suggestions of different um, materials, sources, or grading Yeah, or like criteria. Thank you. I was like, what's the grading things? So I just wanted to tell you about Indiana real quick. Um, Just in case any of you guys are interested to coming and joining our uh, fucking fun family here in Indiana. 
Uh, we are 33rd in hours needed to make rent on minimum wage. Uh, about 114 hours cool. is needed for the median rent. Cool. Yeah. Um, but our internet speed, we're 24th. Awesome. Uh-huh. Not great. Gender pay gap is 35th. Mm-hmm. Firearm ownership, though, is 20th. All right. Not strangely violent crimes. We're 24th. I, honestly, I thought we'd be higher. <laughs> right, right. Um, firearm deaths, uh, that's 34. <laughs> Life expectancy, we are 38th. Gotcha. Maybe, maybe some of that gun violence. Trans and LGBTQ safety, we're 28th. So not the worst, but not the best. Yeah, yeah. Middle of um, the pack, middle of the pack. This does probably explain it a little bit. We're 37th in diversity here Not, in the Hoosier State. Yeah, believe that. Believe yeah. That. And I think that also leads to um, us being 38th in teen pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we are 13th for college readiness. Cool. But I don't understand that because preschool enrollment, we're 43rd. <laughs> You don't learn anything in preschool. No. I mean, nothing that you need for your high school graduation, which we're 32nd in. Hey, higher than I thought we were going to be. Higher, so yeah. You want to know um, what's higher? I, well, I mean, not technically. Oh, God. <laughs> higher on the list. Uh, air quality is 39th and water quality is 38th. Oh, God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are 43rd in humidity. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I believe that. I so forget hard. what um it what we were. It was like mid 30s for uh, mid 30s for um like just overall temperature. Mm-hmm. Like the guy was like, oh, so it seems like it's pretty nice, but with that humidity, but it's fucking miserable. And mm-hmm. I was like, you'd be correct. But quite you, often. Quite often, yes. Uh, but never fear, guys. We are 12th in something. Can you guess? Uh, Just guess. I, uh, NASCAR fans. Uh, give us a little credit, all right? IndyCar fans. <laughs> Roller coasters. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so come here if you like humidity and some roller coasters, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you can find this amazing spreadsheet at Big Cedia. Dot com. Uh, this is that Nick Powers, guys. It's his personal political satire page. Love it. Love it. <laughs> but you can find the spreadsheet under spreadsheet from TikTok. It's one of the tabs at the top. I'll make sure that I put all of that information there so you can see it. All righty. But uh, that's pretty much all the shit I got for you today. <laughs> So that's it. Cool. <laughs> um, I do want to give uh, a couple shout outs, though. Uh, like I said, uh, the Rainbow Sprinkles, the Nick Powers gang, Lindsay Nicole for teaching me about the whale fall, because that's gross. And uh, <laughs> the Monster Inn for bringing uh, Darius uh, and his plight to more of a forefront. And then a personal shout out. So, GTS, we have, I don't know, you could say, like, 
three members because Kaylee uh, is still attached to the podcast. She's still active within it. Uh, super behind the scenes. But if we were going to have a fourth member, that would be uh, our fucking amazing fan, Robin. <laughs> Robin L., I just want to say thank you so much. She is always engaging and encouraging on all all social media platforms. Also, I, personally, she'll send me awesome texts here and there. Uh, and I try to shout her out as much as I, my tiny brain can remember to on Instagram. <laughs> love, love Beetlejuice. But she's literally the sweetest human. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of your support. You are just a doodle. And I appreciate you so much. She was instrumental in helping me find are get that shit this week oh cool yes i saw this amazing fucking piece of art that is an angry uterus with a molotov cocktail lit tampon string that says get bent well, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I, I posted it and was like, man, I wish I really could uh, find the original artist for this because I want to fucking blow him up, all that. Mm-hmm. And Robin so cleverly fucking found the tag, their tag in the actual art uh, because I had stared at this thing and I couldn't <laughs> find it, couldn't find it. And she was like, I think it's this. It's like in it. And I was like, fuck you're a genius thank you so brutal squid is our get that That shit today is amazing yes that name (laughs) brutal squid let me pull her up she is an amazing artist her name is Kristen walsby and you can find so many of her wonderful pieces of art on brutalsquid.com slash s slash shop. Um, this is going to bring you to the entire shopping catalog that she has. Love but it. she has uh, stickers and t-shirts and uh, she does pet portraits, <laughs> has different prints, custom work, things like that. Um, uh, one of my other favorite stickers is a true love sticker and it's a piece of pizza in the shape of a heart. (laughs) (laughs) She got a trailer parks boy sticker. Um, this really cute little bee that's really hungry for honey (laughs) sticker. It's like it's jonesing for honey. It is. I mean, I fucking love honey. We got a, a cheeky monster. (laughs) <laughs> and then, oh, well, I was going to try to show you. Oh, my God. There is a Matt Berry one, but even better, there is a Mary Berry tattoo style <gasps> that says nobody likes a soggy bottom. Oh, my God. I need it. I love that. I love Mary Berry. I love Mary Berry. And then um, the name for um the uterus that oh it's actually holding an egg it's getting ready to toss as well as its tampon molotov cocktail um it's called the uteriot i love it so make sure you stop by brutalsquid.com to get your uteriot pen sticker 
whatever you need because uh yeah i'm i'm about to start a riot <laughs> that shit that's my new spirit animal there you go oh that's problematic as fuck is need to say that's ignorant as fuck uh it is my soul sister the you to riot <laughs> i feel it deep deep in my womb <laughs> all right well, I think, oh, my God, Samuel, I just saw this. Uh, <laughs> this one's going up. It's uh, yeah. the old guys. The hecklers. The hecklers from, from the Muppets. Muppets, yeah. But they kind of look like, you know, if they were going to a Kiss concert. It's pretty dope. <laughs> well, I think that's uh, that's it, Tit. Yeah. Yeah? yeah you I, got anything else? Nope. I, I don't have anything else to crush you with. All right. Well, good deal. Uh, while you are also doom scrolling, uh, make sure we're in your earballs. We want to be the last sweet voices you hear. <laughs> you know? You can find us on all those different streaming platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. And if those don't suit you fancy, you can find more platforms on our Instagram bio at GTS underscore podcast. While you're there, make sure you like, follow and subscribe so we can continue to grow our shit. Check out our link tree to find our website, episode resources, extra streaming platforms and much, much more. Please holler at us if you have a small business you want to hype or a topic that you don't want to do homework on. You can catch us at our new fangled email, getthisshitpodcast at gmail.com. Alrighty, well. It's been one. It's been one. <laughs> and it's going to continue to be one. Yeah. Don't, don't let your rage eat you. Eat someone else. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, yeah, it's, if they're not going to give us our rights, we got to go get them. That's how it's worked in the past. We uh, got to use those uteriots to our, to our advantage. Well, 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 we'll see you guys next time in the uh, menstruation shack for your seven <laughs> days of vacation, unclean vacation. We'll uh, we'll Make sacrifice sure and burn our burns. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Bur we'll burn our birds together. <laughs> you better call the bird guy. All right. right. All right. Well, love and light. Love and light, guys. Molotov cocktails. Woo. Bye. Yeah, you didn't say what kind of light. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.